I'm John Miglosh for the WDMA, and we're going to be talking about Direct Mail Printing Outlook by Tony McQuillan from PI World, Print Impressions. And uh, it's an excellent article because it brings together a bunch of industry leaders. I don't agree with everything, as usual, but uh, it starts out really well. Direct Mail has been on a wild ride the past few years. First, there was COVID-19, and um, every brand and customer pulling back on every conceivable marketing vehicle as we all struggled to figure out what was going on and where we would fit into it. And then as that waned, in 2022, we saw a massive surge in volumes with brands rushing to get back in front of the customers as consumer spending skyrocketed, leading to record, record years for direct mail printers. And then 2023, we saw severe inflation and a pullback in spending across the board, coupled with aggressive moves by the U.S. Postal Service to raise rates. Just the perfect time. And what I would like to say sometimes when I hear that direct mail is expensive or has gone up dramatically, I'm not disagreeing, but I've been in this for 50 years. And... We've had some huge postal increases along the way. I would also always like to put that in the context of other increases because digital has increased something like a thousandfold since we started measuring it in 2009. Um, I've had several clients that said, you know, it was a great deal back when it started. They were doing everything they could to get you to try it. Um, but as it got more and more popular, you're, you, you should be auctioning off a somewhat limited supply of ad space, but somehow miraculously digital ad space continues to multiply. How is that possible? Well, ask Augustine Fu about that because he made that point a couple of years ago. Anyway, so what can we expect for 2024? And how can we, how can you figure out your capital expenditure costs to to adjust for all this. Well, um, inflation really didn't start in 2023. It started in 2022 with the supply chain issues, paper and ink and all kinds of other stuff were in short supply. One of the biggest, um, but one of the biggest factors is the, is the postal rates. And now again, when I got started and, and clients would ask how much to mail a catalog, I would say, you know, 50 75 cents i remember ibm getting me calling getting uh, calling me in in about the mid 90s and i said you know for a dollar you could do a pretty good catalog well uh as recently as just a couple of years ago i worked with several catalogs that mailed millions of pieces a year and their cost per piece in the mail you know allocated creative overhead marketing um was 67 cents and I've seen that several times. So, you know, with good volumes, uh, you can still do a very, very economical direct mail piece. And it's true. And so I, I spoke at a sales conference for USPS a couple of years ago, and I commended them for how they've kept trying to improve, you know, and that you can still mail something for not that much more than you could back in the mid 80s when I got started. So uh, Scott Harvey, Vice President of Enterprise Solutions at Quad says, we saw a macro level economic, we saw a macro level economic environment that led to a pullback across several 
of the key vertical industries we serve. <laughs> That's a mouthful. He says, navigating, oops, he says, this decrease in large part was due to rising interest rates and cost increases from the Postal Service. So he also points to the Postal Service. Navigating the multiple changes and nuances to new USPS policies and best practices has been one of our biggest focuses, says Stephanie Cortez, our uh, R&D's Director of Strategic Analysis. Um, we're, we're trying to help continue to achieve the lowest possible postage rates. And uh, there's a lot of options these days. There's a lot of nuances that I don't keep up on, I have to admit. And that's why you want to get a good printer who knows the ins and outs of things. Okay. And even then, there's a lot of routes you can take. Um, and it's not the end of the postal increases. Despite the USPS continuing to push through huge increases in the future, we are bullish on the future of direct mail, Harvey said. Cortez says that posted rates will continue to be a focus for our RD and that that's one of their major value-added services. Okay. Um, so 2024 is also the push for direct mail printers to offer more targeted, personalized, efficient, and automated options. You know, but as we just said, sometimes, I mean, you get, you get more value per square inch, lower cost per square inch on a catalog. You get more, you get more value, better postage with longer runs. So I've never been a real, I've never been a real proponent of cutting circulation. Um, and I rarely seen it increase response rates. And that's the really interesting part is that, you know, many, many years ago, it's in my book, um, probably first came out in 2012. So that would be, so uh, Land's End cut the square inches of their book and the, and the circulation um, 19%, but sales went down 20%. So it's not always better to shrink because your economies of scale get worse, right? And it only works if you, if you get that personalization and targeting right. And the more you cut, the harder it is to tell because it becomes self-fulfilling. People you don't contact tend not to reorder. And the way you develop circulation models is by mailing some extra and testing broader and letting the market tell you where they're hiding. And so that's, you know, personalization is, is very, very, very tricky. And it's not a panacea by any means. Bruce Mandel, president of Data Mail, says uh, he, he recommends smaller pieces that are easier to run and more efficient to produce. He says when we're running easier work in general, our margins improve. And, you know, um, there's a lot of postcard printers that are growing. But... Your cost per square inch is quite high. You don't get much real estate. You don't get to say much except, you know, 
here's a QR code. Shop uh, shop our our store on the web. Um, it's not it's not the wonderful process of discovery that you get when you page through a well built, um, decent sized direct mail catalog. Okay, so it's a it's a uh, it's a balancing act, right? Um, Mandel says we we ramped up, we got labor, we got new equipment in 2022, but then we had to put on the brakes, and that was difficult to manage, right? Absolutely is very very difficult. We remain bullish about the industry and direct mail in general. Okay. Um, in the fast, past few years, digital platforms have become a major component in virtually every marketing campaign. Uh, we're trying to better integrate print and digital components. And um, Harvey goes, Harvey, back to Harvey, says, Gen Z and millennials being perpetually connected to the digital world have a fondness for direct mail more even than us boomers. This is particularly powerful when you consider the opportunity of online to offline connections, or better yet, offline to online connections that support one another, right? Um, and then he lost off some technology. Uh, Mandel says, I'm really excited about the continued rollout of client decision-making around conventional printing versus digital. Yeah, they both have value. Uh, conventional, if the run length is long, is more economical. Digital, if the run length is short, it's more economical because there's basically no setup, right? And so um, one benefit is that if you have these conversations, it gets you deeply involved with their clients and their goals, right? Um, the integrated... The integration of online channels can give us sophisticated data and tracking and attribution. I'm not, you know, I don't, I'm not a huge fan of the attribution. I've never seen it work very well. Uh, my big, my big fallback is holdout testing because we do have enough engagement in mail to make that work. Um, we're not necessarily focused on doing more with direct mail, but rather on how we can do it better. Again, that's been a mantra for decades, literally decades. Um, proper testing, this is from Cortez from RRD, proper testing and evaluation is most critical. I got all excited because the word testing came up. But sadly, it wasn't really about testing the mail, but rather, I don't think, but rather testing new technology and uh, how we can work together to get smarter. Okay, as printers, be aware of all the postal incentives. There's a lot of different varieties of those and different volume rebates and rebates for testing some of the new technology. Absolutely. Um, the more efficient they get, the more you can run. Absolutely right. Um, and the prices are going up. They might mail less, but going up compared to what is what I said here, which is what I said earlier. Um, here's, here's a key part. Printers must instill confidence, helping their customers select digital or direct mail formats and designs. Well, I don't think that's where you instill confidence. I think you instill confidence by showing that, 
let's stop your digital for a week. Let's do a mailing in that week or right before that week. You know, let's do the in-home in that week and see what happens. And don't mail all of your customers. Take the ones you intend on mailing and leave out about 10% and see if those behave the same. That's what's called the control and it's essential. And this article doesn't mention that at all. When you have controlled experimental design, like they do in medicine and in science, that instills confidence because it's repeatable, right? As long as your numbers are high enough. And so, I, as I said, in general, on balance, excellent article. Thank you, Tony, for that. Um, have a great day. Like and share. Your friends will know you're smart.